Maybe I'm missing something. But for the life of me, I can't figure this out. I read and I read and I watch and I watch. Everyone wants to tell me how the world is going to hell. Everyone wants to tell me why. The environment is threatened by corporations. The police are racist thugs with guns. Amazon doesn't give their workers pee breaks. The Gaza Strip is an open-air prison. Wall Street is plundering the wealth of our country, and the IMF is raping the wealth of the rest of the world. All governments of the world's countries are corrupt. There is starvation when there is food. There is greed when there is need. And you are telling me. You are telling me as if I'm directly responsible. We had a response to this type of misdirected blame when I was a kid. It's your world. I'm just living in it. I think that it is apropos at this juncture in history as well. The alternative press, indeed the entirety of citizen journalism, is as effectual as a long drink of water. It isn't getting anything done, save to inform people that there are problems in the world. As if people didn't realize that. But they are pinpointing who is responsible, you might well add. Uh-huh. Well, that's the first step to changing things. Not. Not unless you also have their home addresses. Never in the history of this sad planet have so many bitched about so much. And it all amounts to nothing. It isn't changing a damned thing. I've yet to hear, Storm the castle! Lynch the bastards! We all know who is responsible for the nightmare that is the human condition. But as Mark Twain once observed about the weather, no one does anything about it. We all know what needs to be done, and yet we play the peaceful protest game made up by the very people that stand to benefit from such innocuous solutions. And we are left with only the idiots that burn down little Caesars. That'll show him. But things are not just that simple. There are various solutions to various problems, you say. I have always been what is known as a hammer mechanic. If you can't get it done with a hammer, use a bigger one. Of course, I could get into a lot of trouble calling for revolution here. But fuck it, I'm tired of everyone telling everyone else what is wrong. They are telling the wrong people. You tell Lloyd Blankfein about the misery he has caused in the world just before you tighten the noose around his neck. You tell Rupert Murdoch about the millions he has wronged minutes before you throw him out a 30-story window. You inform Bibi Netanyahu that he is a racist murdering pig the instant that you toss him unarmed into a crowd of Palestinian prisoners. These people deserve no more justice than this. But what about the rule of law? You might well ask. Did you vote for a law that allows corporations to attain the rights of the individual? 
Did you vote for the Patriot Act? Did you vote to make Israel a state within Palestine? No. Well, who did all these things without your consent? I could go on forever and have for years here about what the roots of our problems are and it won't change anything. A child can see how to begin to fix the inequities of this planet. But it takes a politically correct adult to avoid addressing the problems effectively. And it ain't about carrying placards or suing some company or other. It ain't about voting for yet another charming, greedy bastard. You know this. And yet you pee your knickers every time you think about doing the right thing. Putting your foot down. Getting a spine. So, yes, I am calling for the revolution to begin. Don't let them convince you that anarchy isn't what you need to order off the menu. It cannot be any worse than this antiquated hierarchy that we live in today. Again, you know this, but you are afraid. You admire V for blowing up Parliament to the tune of the 1812 Overture and slashing the throats of the elite rulers. And yet, you pause such rash solutions yourself. It makes us no different from them to sink to that level, I hear you say. Yeah. And? What you call out in all your bitching has a logical conclusion. Revolution is a revolution. It isn't watching YouTube videos about what we should be doing in the face of annihilation of our species by a few. You string them up. I don't know how I can say that any more clearly. V isn't going to do it for you. Jesus isn't going to do it for you. Muhammad or Kim Kardashian aren't going to fight your battles. I haven't been around much of late. This is the reason. I'm sick of all the bitching from people that don't want to sacrifice anything for a better world. When you get a group together with torches and pitchforks, give me a call and stop telling me about it unless you're ready to fucking well stop it. All right, so uh, we're here extending the show from Sidetracked on Third Rail Radio at the uh, generous offer from Anticrisis, which Anticrisis, if you are on hold, go ahead and hit one there. Okay, I think that's you there. You there? Hey, man. I'm glad that worked out. All right. Wait, you're obviously much faster than I am. Keith took me forever to get that number. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I was that was quick. That was super quick. I think I dialed it right at eleven thirty, which is perfect. So, um, okay, where we left off was talking about the whole gay marriage uh, 
the whole gay marriage thing, uh, what the judges uh, have to say who voted against gay marriage, because this was an interesting read. Uh, I found an article that talks about what, you know, Chief, Chief Justice Roberts, Scalia, uh, who else was there? Those are probably the two well-known ones. Clarence Thomas is another one, uh, and Samuel Alito. They all voted against it. Um, they claim, not because it had to do with you know, same-sex marriage, but because it's not a Supreme Court issue. It's not something the Supreme Court should deal with. The Constitution doesn't really deal with it, um, which is weird. And one of them said the Constitution doesn't deal with it, and another one said the 14th Amendment uh, has something to do with uh, marriage being between a man and a woman, one man and one woman. Um, unfortunately, I do not actually know the 14th Amendment right off the top of my head. Uh, I know some of them, not all of them, but at some point I got very disillusioned with the United States government and could give no fucks of what a piece of paper had to say anymore. Um, I know my rights based on nature and physics, so that's about all I need anymore. Um, but anyways, if you would like to hear, I can go on with uh, what Justice John Roberts had to say, um, yeah, I, and then I, we can talk about that, and then move on to the next justice. I, yeah, I, I would love to hear a little summation of each, because I, I haven't read them. Sure. Oh, it's it's interesting. It is interesting. These are intelligent people, uh, even though they have political views. Um, I don't discount their intelligence for their lack of understanding that uh, statism is not the way. Uh, it takes it takes it takes a real man to understand that, and uh, unfortunately, don't have many of those. Um, or not just a real man, a real human to understand that. It's it's very empathetic to understand that statism is wrong. But anyways, okay, so Robert's argument centered around the need to preserve states' rights over what he viewed as following the turn of public opinion. Does this sound familiar already? Yes. What does it sound like? Well, the, the sounds- need to preserve, to preserve states' rights what does it sound like? Well, it's, it's, it sounds like the beginning of every every Supreme Court uh, defense or um, or That's vote true. for. Um, I was thinking it it reminded me of uh, Abraham Lincoln and Civil War. Ooh, it's all about states' rights. Yeah, you can claim states' rights all you want, but when it's a moral issue. States' rights don't fucking matter because this is a moral issue, not a does the state have a right to inflict immorality. I've said time and time again, I don't think the government should be involved in marriages. It's, it's so stupid. It, it's something that's intimate between two people who choose to do something that way. And it has nothing to do with the government. So the fact that they're involved is ridiculous. And then to go and have different tax codes and all that stuff is just, that's, that's not, that's not right. Uh, Even if you're going to have taxes, which is immoral to, to split it up is to say that these people aren't equal. I, and I was going to say like, it's, it seems like it's become almost as much of a financial 
as uh, uh, the, you know debate as much as a as a moral ethical one with with the insurance um, you know the way insurance works and and hospital policies and family and and uh, you know um, so on and so forth. Like I mean, I, I don't know how many yeah. gay people would need the sort of the the sanction of the state unless they were, um, you know, disqualified um, from from the insurance benefits that, that normal, that, that, that hetero couples get, um, you know. Right. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I might be wrong, but, I mean, it, 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 it seems um, like, uh, you know, sort of needing the... the State's blessing um, without the, the um, fiduciary side. Um, it seems a little, uh, I don't know, like anti queer sort of ethos. Yeah. We got another caller here uh, from area code 804. Who are we speaking with? We're speaking with Mr. Eastsiden. Hey. What is going on? Not much. I've uh, I was listening to you about the the gay marriage thing, and uh, I I'm going to be one person that's going to probably piss off a lot of people with with this. Um, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I... <laughs> well, they don't call me at real PPOD for nothing. Um, right. I will I will say I do have gay friends and everything, and I'm I'm not against gays at all you know if you if you want to be gay that's fine just you know don't come after me you know because I, I don't play that way but um as for the ruling uh the reason why i i feel like it's going to be a problem is your most of your marriages are done by people of religion whether it be a priest a preacher a rabbi um or whatever you know and the first amendment you know guarantees, you know, you're, you have your freedom of religion. You can practice religion without having the fear of the government, you know, stepping in and telling you you can't, you can't do this. Um, and I think that with Except for marriage. gay marriage being, yeah, I think with gay marriage being legalized that if these churches say, no, we're not going to allow this couple to get married because it's against our beliefs, that the government can actually strip the churches of their um, tax uh, tax event status, you know, as a punishment for, you know, not, you know, letting these, these gay couples get married. And um, Well, hang on a second. Maybe I didn't um, – I actually, no, I didn't read through what actually is involved in the, the – uh, the final hearing, like uh, because it is basically them writing a law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't hear. Is that a possibility? Like, is that part of it, or is it that you know it, it can be done? Gays can get married, but I don't. Did it pertain to churches? Did it pertain to priests? I mean, you can go to the judges' chambers. I really just don't. Yeah, see you why can. Yeah, you can go. You can go, go to, to the justice of the church. peace um, at at your local, you know, um, court. Um, and, and get Why married. would they try to go but, to like a, a Catholic church or something and be like, "You have to do it against be, your will"? Because, ha, ha. 
because if you if you if you think if you think about that, uh, mo- that's how you know liberals do act. And I'm no no offense, but I I kind of feel that most gay people are liberals. You know, I mean, j- I'm just throwing it out there, just just throwing that out there. I mean, I might be wrong, you know, but I, I kind of feel that most gay people are liberals, and that you know. And, you know, most liberals, you know, tend to do things to kind of, you know, snub people and, you know, to get their way. And, and yeah, it's, that's how I feel. Well, we've all but seen as, the articles. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. seen the articles where people go to a farm and they're like, we'd like to have our wedding here. And the farmer goes, uh, no. And they go, we're taking this to the news. And then everyone right. fucking has it. It fucking rains down on them. And it's like, dude, it's his farm. <laughs> He can do whatever he wants. Why are you going to a farm in the first place, let alone you're trying to force a farmer to stop what he has to do year-round to appease your stupid goddamn wedding that has nothing to do with his life? Well, hold Go on, somewhere hold on. else. As you, as you know, in Ohio and in Vermont, there's tons of them, but there are quote-unquote farms, like gentlemen farms, that offer you know, wedding full, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and, and you're absolutely right that I, I think that an individual business owner has the uh, the, ref, the right right of refusal. Um, but he has That's to not even a refusal of service, though. To refuse a gay, to be in the hospitality, hospitality industry and to refuse a gay couple, you have to be an idiot. So maybe they just go out of business because word of mouth gets around that they're idiots. But also you were talking about states' rights, and um, and here's where it does come into play with states' rights, is that there are certain states <clears throat> that have banned gay marriage through through votes. And mm-hmm. the, the people, uh, I, and I'm originally from Virginia, there was a vote uh, in Virginia, I think it was uh, uh, 2000 and five or two thousand and six where it was to make to define marriages between a man and a woman. Now the 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 Supreme Court passing, you know, gay marriage, it violates the states that have passed laws where marriage is defined as between a man and a woman. So yeah. that's the that's where yeah. you get taken back with the states' rights thing. It's a violation of the uh, of the tenth uh, amendment. Well, I mean, however, as, however, as you mentioned that, Texas, sorry, just as you mentioned it, uh, Texas has um, uh, actually said that their their state right trumps federal federal law, and are uh, have I think are in the process have or are trying to uh, put an injunction and uh, and won't be issuing uh, gay marriage certificates. Right. And, well, and the you big know, like, picture like, here, okay, with with all of that, with the states' rights issue, is a couple things. And I I don't know if maybe the best way to explain it is through example, or to just flat out try to explain it through logic. Um, maybe both. Maybe both would work as as a good explanatory uh, adventure here. <clears throat> but okay, so let's say it goes down to states' rights, and the Supreme Court said this. And, and then the states that don't have gay marriage refuse, and they say, nope, we don't have to follow that shit because guess what? Our rule trumps yours because that's not a constitution issue. And you didn't write an amendment, so 
we still get to say so. And we're going to have our state uh, officers fucking come in and bust people. How the fuck is that going to look? That people, uh, gay people are going somewhere, you know, let's just say they don't bother anyone, and they go into a random meadow in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they're like, we're just going to get married here with whoever the fuck. And <clears throat> so then the fucking state police show up, and they're like, you going to jail for that. Yeah, that's not going to fucking go over well. That's, that's going to be ridiculous. And this is where you get into the morality issue. This is also where you get into victim victimless crimes, where well, you, all the, the state's going to do, all the government's going to do is help point out victimless crimes are not a thing. They don't exist. There's no such thing as a victimless crime. It's not a crime. It's a thing that people do, and it's not wrong. There's no victim, so it's not wrong. If you if you look back in, I can't remember if this was the the uh, the 50s or 60s. It was it was way way back. Uh, they Virginia, um, Texas, and quite a few other states have laws, books on the law uh, law books where sodomy is is illegal. And if you were having anal sex, and it was it was made for gay people to hold up. Sodomy, the definition is uh, sexual relations not intending to procreate. That is the definition of sodomy. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Wait, what is the last that time I looked up the definition, sodomy is sexual relations that are not for procreation. Therefore, every time you have sex for fun, mm-hmm. you are committing sodomy. Soak that it would be, that in. Would be Soak it. Soak in it. Bathe in it. Feel in, that. In the state of that's, the... that's how ridiculous our government is with words. They trick well, you you're... and they fucking make you think that you're a bad person. You're not a bad person because you've sodomized them. I sodomized. It sounds like you raped someone. No, you had sex for fun. That's something <laughs> that humans do. Dolphins in, uh, commit in the... sodomy all the time. Did you know that? Dolphins are fucking sodomizers. <laughs> but they're fucking the state... smart. So hmm. the the uh, state of Virginia considers um, sodomy um, any penetration of the anus. It's, they have what's called they have forcible sodomy. They have object sodomy. Um, but they they declared this is the state's you, definition. Yeah, the, the Virginia, okay. Virginia, the state of Virginia's definition is is the the penetration of the anus with penis or any type of object, because they have it's called considered object penetration. What is it? Uh, section eighteen dot two dash. I can't remember the rest of the crap, but yeah, that's that's the that state's definition of of sodomy. It, it really depends. Okay, it really depends on where you look it up apparently because I'm I'm looking it up right now and I'm getting an extremely broad definition. Um, sorry. Um there's there's a lot of definitions of this actually. The most broad <laughs> one is sodomy is generally anal or oral sex between people or sexual activity between a person and a non-human animal. But may also include 
any non-procreative sexual activity. Originally, the term sodomy, which was derived from Sodom and Gomorrah, we all know that, but maybe we don't all know that, but that should be obvious. But anyways, so there's a really broad fucking term right there. So it could be anal sex, it could be oral sex, it could be sex with an animal, or it's just non-procreative sex. Take your pick. It's pretty much all of those things. And that's actually a legal definition based on legaldictionary.thefreedictionary.com. Well, see, here's the thing. If, you know, if they do look at it as sodomy is, is sex that's not for procreation, then I guess uh, every every woman that is uh, is having sex while on birth control is is guilty of, a, of allowing people oh, to yeah. sodomize her. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. That's right. Am I, am I the only one watching anal porn right now? I actually no. Uh, if you look up sodomy, that's the first thing that comes up. So um, it's kind of a byproduct, like a like a santorum, you could say. It's kind of a santorum of uh, searching that word. Really? Are we talking Rick Santorum or, or or something else? Oh my God! Have you guys never Googled santorum? No. Just the I word uh, Anti-crisis, you? Um, no, I, I have not. What did, did they do? Like, the oh, my God. Okay, so thing? that's why you didn't laugh. That's why you didn't laugh. Okay, you well, didn't I'm get the joke. I'm also watching anal porn. Okay, well, that's more the reason why you should understand what the word Santorum means. Because, um, who is it? Dan Savage. You know Dan Savage? Uh, the, he's the, in, the new uh, guy guy? Right. He writes uh, articles and responds to letters from people who have relationship issues. Um, he does articles for Las Vegas Weekly, stuff like that. Um, yeah. He, he, because Rick Santorum was so avidly against gay people, apparently, I don't, I don't know what it was referring to. There is no apparently it. to it. <laughs> he, he's definitely against gay people, like way against Yeah. I, well, which a lot of overly religious people are. Um, But anyway, uh, so uh, uh, Dan Savage got the gay community to rally together and they made it so via Google search that when you just Google the word Santorum, supposedly, it's supposed to be that the very first result you get is the definition of the word Santorum being the frothy foam that is created from having gay anal sex with lubrication. <laughs> well, that explains why Rick Santorum hates gay so much. <laughs> and, well, I mean, it was the other way around. Uh, he fucked with gays to the point where they were like, fuck you. Now yeah. when people Google you, this is what's going to come up because you're a dick. They, they did that with uh, Bush too for a while. When when you Google Bush, the first thing that came up was uh, worst U.S. president ever. <laughs> now it's now it's Obama. <laughs> yeah, it's only going to get worse, folks. It's only going to get worse. It doesn't get better. That's the nature of government. If you haven't read a history book in a while. Um, go ahead and pick one up. You're going to be surprised that, huh, it only seems to go from X to worse. Every single time. 
So, hey, here's the government. So it's up there all downhill since George worse. Washington? <laughs> and that guy was an ego fucking maniac. That guy literally made choices just because it would make him look good. So of the, quote, good things he did, he literally stopped and went, what would make me look amazing to everyone? Now, granted, it, I am really kind of shocked that that level of thinking worked because I'm not shocked. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's one of those things. It's like you can't call the guy an asshole because he thought if I'm a good person, people will like me. So I will do it just because I want people to like me. So therefore he was a good person for most of the time. Right. I, I mean, like you can be mad at the guy, but you're like, well, but, but then he did good things. Fuck. But, but he I, did I it in vain. The, but, yeah, you know well, and I think it is that Kansas City shuffle that you're t- that you're talking about. Like he's a master at doing one thing with one hand while he's doing three other things with another. Like, you know, he called the feds off pot. He basically federally legalized gay marriage. You know, two or three days before TPP is going to go through. You know, yeah. I mean, he's a, he he is. You know, and he he just is a slick. Motherfucker, and and I don't mean that in a in a complimentary way, you know. Um, <laughs> right. It, it so it goes back to that, like uh, you know, Chicago school uh, fraternity. Um, you know, they're the guys who dump the fucking economy, and that's that's where he was educated, and those you know, Milt is his mentor, and. Uh, um, so if he's uh, doing something good with one hand, then you, you have to expect that thing to come down the road. Right. Yeah. And I guess that's the nature of politics, right? You grease one hand to fucking, you know, or whatever that old expression is, grease, you know, whatever it is. Grease the palm and, yeah. and the wheel and the greasy wheel and all that stuff. <laughs> I think you've got like three expressions rolled into one, but I think all three of those expressions kind of actually worked together with what you were implying. So that was that was excellent. It's <laughs> so, amazing medical. that you were able to take three expressions, mix them into one, and the application was perfect. I, uh, I thank I uh, you know back to the to the states' rights thing. I mean, I guess. I mean, I I could never be a politician because I totally read with my heart, and you know, I don't, I just don't think that anybody should should be denied equal rights. Um, No, they shouldn't. uh, And and the thing, this is why I brought it up about states' rights, because and why I compare it to the Civil War over slavery, because when it's a moral issue, when it's about morality, it's no longer a government issue. When when humanity realizes something's immoral, the whole realm of government no longer matters. Mm-hmm. It does not fucking matter. Nothing. Actually, you know what? Nothing matters except that morality and that people get to that morality. Because, for example, back when slavery was supposedly abolished, it's, it's not because we're still fucking slaves in a different way. And there's slavery there around the world still. But anyway, yeah, you got back in, in America, slaves, it was supposedly abolished. 
before it was abolished, people said, well, who's going to pick the cotton? You've heard it. You've heard it. Who's going to pick the cotton? It's an argument to say, how do we change our infrastructure? What are we supposed to do? You need to provide us with an answer before we do this. Ha, ha, ha. You have to solve our problem before we'll agree. And you're supposed to come up with some miracle plan that uh, absolves all slaveries of their duties. But we all know that's not how it went down. They abolished slavery. Then they had to pay them a wage, and most people stayed on plantations anyway. Still worked. But they had to get paid a wage, and it was reasonable, but even though it wasn't great. Um, and then the fucking reaper was invented. And so that took over, like, a lot of shit. But who could have predicted that? Who could have went, like, well, if we, who's going to pick the cock? The reaper will. It's not invented yet, but it will be because when you abolish something and then we can no longer do that, humans have this innate ability of solving problems. Hmm. How about that? Yeah. You make something a necessity, humans will fucking solve it because guess what? It's a necessity. Well, I mean, and just to back up what what you're saying, there was like a, uh, a, a flourishing of innovation um, especially in agriculture, um, for the reasons you just you just stated, you know, um, because all of a sudden uh, the normal, not even cheap, but free labor was gone, um, you know. So, so the vacuum had to be filled, and it, and it was, um, in, in, in fact, by several black inventors um, and also white ones, obviously. But um, I, I think that that there's something so fundamentally flawed about about basing your economy on on another human being and and I don't really buy the whole purity of blood and and um you know obviously every uh um theory um no matter how scientifically purported it was at the time um you know that says that, that there's any difference between race besides um, uh, the locality of uh, of the gene line, um, you know, is completely ridiculous, um, and then had been set, you know, since fucking the Egyptians and the Aztec, every empire that has based its economy on either indentured servants, chattel, very cheap labor or at worst slavery, um, you know, falls. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think that's pretty much, uh, you know, the inevitable outcome of a system that was so obviously destructive. So I yeah. Had to yeah. For a moment, but, um, well, you know, and yeah, I mean, I mean, destruction is that you're, you're totally right. It does still completely exist in many different in many different ways, some some would even say say worse because it's a little more nuanced, and uh, a lot of people just smile and whistle and go right along with it um, without a without any knowing any better. Well, and you know what's interesting to me as uh, the mentality of religious folks, um, and and I'll express it in the way that. Uh, travels through time, I guess, because, uh, like, if say you're, you're a Christian, right? Uh, I don't remember the word verbatim, 
but somewhere it says something like uh, that, that God doesn't change. Something like that. It's not exactly verbatim that, but it's, but, you know, the Lord is unchanging or something. I can't But it, it basically means that he's set in his ways because obviously if you're omniscient and you're all-knowing, why would you ever need to change? You wouldn't because you, you're everything. So, all right. So, hang on. Before I go further, let's go back to morality because this is the biggest thing that I think that religious folks refuse to look at and face. And if you don't face this truth, I don't I don't know how to reason with, with you because the truth of the matter is is that Christianity's been around for a long fucking time through a lot of immorality and they've done a lot of immoral things. And they're still Christians. They're still Christianity. And they still back up whatever the fuck Christians did because they did it in the name of God. Okay. But if God has never changed, yet humans have realized as time passes what is actually moral, we realized slavery is wrong. Slavery is horrible. Slavery is like the, a, a bane to humanity. We can't have this. It's completely immoral. Many humans realize this and we abolished it. So let's say 100, 200 years before that, did the Christians who had slaves think that they were immoral? No, they didn't. They thought they were perfectly fine and they were going to heaven. It's all great. It's all good. We're good, man, because Negroes are not even human. They That's what they felt. So do you think that God evolved morally or just humans? And let's say that it was just humans that evolved morally, that we understood morals more. What does it say to the Christians now who refuse to accept things that are moral issues? This does not affect you in any way. It doesn't affect your life. Therefore, morally, cannot object. If it doesn't affect you, you cannot object. Now, I'm not saying murder doesn't affect you because you're murdering someone else. Obviously, I'm saying apply it to yourself. If someone's trying to murder you, it affects you. But if it's gay marriage, they're not forcing you to marry them. They're marrying themselves. What does it have to do with you? It has nothing to do with you. Therefore, this is a moral issue. You're trying to keep people from doing something forcibly, and, and yet you believe that God has never changed. He's always been the same way. Yet there were Christians that believed that slavery was okay, and you think they went to heaven? Or maybe perhaps you don't think they went to heaven. And maybe you think, I'm going to heaven, though, because the morality of today is fine. Well, is it? Because it wasn't fine 120 years ago or 400 years ago or whatever. Any number of years ago, it's changed. It's evolved. We're understanding what ethics and morality is the further along we go. Now, if we're saying that God is an omniscient, all-knowing being. Now, mind you, I'm pretty much agnostic. I don't know. I don't fucking know if there's a God or not. It'd be great if there was. It'd be wonderful. But if we're saying there is, guess what? My human brain can't even fucking comprehend what that means. Because I have a limited capacity 
to comprehend it. But I can tell you this, if something's omniscient, then all of these issues don't pertain to it because it, it's, it's all-knowing throughout all time and space from now till forever. Therefore, why the fuck are our moral issues even a matter to God? If he exists or she exists or whatever it is exists, then wouldn't they not matter? Because the God would know what is actually right and wrong or if there is right and wrong. Um, it, that's a big thing, too. Is there right and wrong? I mean, obviously, in our society, there's right and wrong because there's functionality and we get along and we evolve and we live our lives. If you impede on that, then that would be wrong because it's force. But that's because we want to work together. It's easier for us to work as a community than it is for us to try to work as individuals and then survive our entire lives with no other contact whatsoever. But that's a whole other argument. Anyways, what I'm saying is, if we're agreeing God is omniscient, all-knowing, unchanging, is it not an embarrassment to pretend that you think this is moral, that's moral, and at the same time ignore that those same moralities you have now are not the same as they were 400 years ago when there were still a shit ton of Christians and they believed they were going to heaven. Do you believe your ancestors went to hell because morality changed? Or do you actually plan to tell me to my face that you think God grew up and got more moral? Well, I mean, well, does this I argument make sense? I, I have, I have, I have something to say, and you're you're talking about the the uh, slave owners that that went to church, you know. Um, if you go in the Bible, if you even the Old Testament times where these these men of God had they had servants, you know, and basically a way of saying they had slaves. Um, and I think that these people that owned slaves and went to church thought, hey, it's okay. You know, they did it back in the Old Testament times and everything. And um, I think God, like you said, he's, you know, he's omniscient, omnipotent, and, you know, all-knowing, all-powerful and everything. But if you read the New Testament, they talk about how things have changed because of Jesus coming here, dying on the cross, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So, so an omniscient being would change? An omniscient being would know those things would happen. No, no, no. It's not the if you if you read it, it's not God that has has changed. It's that since Jesus has come down here, instead of you, the person having to do because before they had to do sacrifices to atone for their sins. Well, once Jesus came down here, they didn't have to do that anymore. They didn't have to kill the goat or whatever the hell they had to do to, to atone for their sins. The only thing they had to do was pray in the name of Jesus, and all was was, was forgiven. So so that, like the ways of things change, you know. The the way for to serve your penance, so to speak, had, had changed. So it's not saying that God changed, but... He uh, he allowed for people another another avenue instead of the the old ways. Now now that being said, you know you can look back and say, well, if you look at it from that point, then obviously 
things have changed when, okay, before it was okay for these people to have servants, slaves, or whatever. Now it shouldn't be okay because, you know, it, they preached, you know, love your, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, how can you, how can you love your neighbor as yourself if your, your neighbor's considered pretty much anybody and you have, you know, or, somebody or as a slave. For that yeah. Time. Yeah. You have somebody as, as, as human property. I mean, that's, that's, you know, not, not, um, no, that's not not loving them. <laughs> and uh, but if you also look in the Old Testament times, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because of the of the homosexuality that uh, that was being partaken but there. That's, you know, that's God, if you believe that's if you believe all of the words that are in books that that were supposedly inked by human hands and mm-hmm. were channeled by God. And that's mm-hmm. to me a tall measure because proving it is well, we, completely well, we impossible. Right? And acts mm-hmm. of faith are something that I... Don't believe in? I, I No, it's not that I, I... Here's the thing you need to understand about me. My beliefs don't even matter to me because I understand that belief is fallible. It's, it's, not, it's not a thing that's proven. I can believe something because static. I have evidence and I can think about it, and it makes sense. doesn't make it true. Knowledge is completely different. Knowledge is when you pick up a stick and another stick, and you go, these are two sticks because I proved it. Look, I added them, and there's two. How about that? You know, you could prove knowledge. If you can't prove it, then it's just belief. And there's things that you could believe that are fucking off the wall. So, just because it's a religious thing, and it's supposedly spiritual and it's supposedly this happened and that happened, but no one can prove any of these things. Am I supposed to just take it on faith? And yeah, they say, yeah, we're supposed to take it on faith. Okay. But, but I've had faith in other humans. I've had faith in other things that fall through. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying that because humans fail that this fails. I'm saying beliefs in general are so gray, they're not black and white, they're gray. It's a big gray area that if I'm going to be honest with myself, which which if you're, if you're a Bible reader, I can't imagine you being a liar to yourself, right? It, it doesn't well, ask you to be a liar to yourself. It asks you to be truthful and honest and good, right? Well, if I'm going to be truthful yeah. and honest and good, then I know my beliefs are only as far as I take them through my own personal will, not through fact, not through proof, and therefore impeding them on other people. Does, it's not something I should do. It's completely immoral. Um, and even impeding them on myself is almost too far because that'd be like saying if, if you believe the religion where if, if you cut yourself every night, then you're going to go to heaven. Because you believe it, okay, but you're you're impeding yourself, you're hurting yourself. It's harmful. It's not good because of a stupid belief. It's just a belief. Mm-hmm. It's not even proven. You know, I just don't. I've never understood my entire life. I've went to Bible school. I've done all kinds of things in my life regarding religion, and never once have I felt that it's real. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, and, and Bible people hate me for this. Is is that the Bible 
tells you that that when you die, your thoughts perish with you. You don't go to heaven. <laughs> Nowhere in the in the in the Bible does it does it say you will you as a human will will go to heaven. No, 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 no. That's that's a, that's a hang huge, on, hang on. Huge Every time I want, I want you to I want you to maybe understand something because like a big here's a big deal with uh, pretty much I think the whole generation of right now people that are young or 40s, 30s, 20s right now is empathy is a problem. Empathy is a big problem. People, I don't know what happened, but it's a big problem. I mean, I lack empathy. A big, I lack a lot of empathy, but I work hard at trying to get it. Before we move on to empathy, and I think that's a great topic, just an official, an official uh, uh, God ruling from the Old Testament on on slavery, and, and I think it was um, uh, probably quote you know uh, read aloud or uh, sermonized or whatever you call that every Sunday in Southern churches. Right, slaves accept the authority of your master with all deference. Not only those who are kind and gentle, but also those who are harsh. For it is to your credit if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. So there's God's permission for slavery for the rest of time. Um, I mean, uh, amongst the other, you know, abominations that that the uh, that that the old bearded God, um, you know, suggested um, was uh, eating children, eating your own children as a punishment for uh, disobedience. Um, I mean, I mean, it's some of the craziest stuff um, in the way. Just back to the Old Testament, New Testament point. Um, not, not that I put any more stock into either one of those as I do into uh, Harry Potter. Um, but I maybe put more more stock into Harry Potter. But uh, you know, I, I mean, Leviticus is full of like, just hate speech. Um, you know, how about uh, Elijah turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the youths. That's a good one. That's sweet. Right? I mean, well, and, and this is what I mean by the, the mentality changing of the, of the human. And yet yeah. still believing that God is non-changing and constant because he's omniscient. So this is why faith is one of those things that I can't subscribe to. And whenever I see someone who is so enthralled with it, yet they refuse. I mean, even people I know who care so much about the truth and fact and reality, and they don't want bullshit in their life. I mean, I know these people, and I like these people. But when they're... Some of them are Christian. And when I hear them talk about this type of stuff and you go through the Bible and you find these things and you just, I, I think to myself, how can you, how can you do this to yourself? Well, let, let, how can let you not see what you're doing to yourself? I mean, there's all sorts of, of different levels of all three, three of the religions, right? So we have to distinguish, because I think what you're describing are fundamentalists. 
um, like the rapture people. Um, well, you know, seven, partially. Seven I mean, years, like the guys the that hottest, I'm, I'm speaking like of that I know like this. I, I don't. I wouldn't call him a funnel, fundamentalist because he's he's loose on a lot of things. Like uh, because he's he's a Republican and. Um, when it comes to like bombing people, he's good with it. So I wouldn't say he's a fundamentalist in the sense that he follows the religion so closely that he understands that killing people is so wrong that you can't do it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's the I weird do. part, man. Is that there's there's these people that are so religious and yet they're like bomb the shit out of fucking Iran, and you're like, what? But there's, there are innocent people there. You understand that if we nuke them, you take out more innocent people than you do bad people. 99.9% of them are innocent, just like us here. You know, I mean, right. that's like, right. that's the mat, just like 99.9% of the Japanese are innocent. You know, that's, that's the madness of, of war. Another good one from the Bible. I don't, I don't even know, if I, I don't think I've heard this one read in such stark language, which is, the Old Testament. I permit no woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She is to keep silent. Yeah, these so, are things that, that's what I mean. So, like, God is non-changing and constant because he's all-knowing. Yet morality is all changing and evolving at all times because humans are coming to understand the reality of the situation that they're in. And yet, this is where this is the tor- the tearing point where I don't understand how people can latch on to religion and still understand morality and go with morality because it, because they read their books and they quote things in the book, but they well, discount those things. They, you, what you just said, they'll discount it and go, well, eh, that type of shit. And I go, yeah, it how, how do you do that to yourself? Right? Like, I mean, if you follow, I mean, the Old Testament, God forbid, but even the New Testament as a moral guide, and, like, this is, and I think probably one of your your your, your big sort of annoyances about religion is that, you know, one of the, one of the um, sort of the uh, thesis of, of religion is that it has to exist or else we would all descend into murder, rape, mayhem, uh, survival of the fittest, and so without the moral structure that, that it and only it can provide adequately and, you know, to the betterment of humanity, uh, we would all descend into, uh, you know, into psychotic rages. Like, um, shit, and I kind of got lost in my thoughts. But, uh, um, <laughs> you know, I, go ahead. Save me. Well, um, let's go back to empathy. Because I think empathy is a big topic uh, when it comes to today, when it comes to religious people, when it comes to non-religious people, especially non-religious people. Um, Or maybe not, maybe not especially. Because I find that religious people have empathy. Um, It's just in weird ways compared to non-religious people. Non-religious people lack empathy uh, probably more. Um, which empathy is just, you know, putting yourself in someone else's shoes and trying to understand what you're going through, trying to understand their emotions, trying to understand their feelings. And uh, 
it's a problem. I, I have a lack of empathy. Um, not as much a lack of empathy as a lot of people I've met, which is scary, because I thought I was one of the worst offenders, and I found out that I'm not. Um, which, I don't know, maybe you can back me up on that, Anticrisis. Uh, you, you've known me for a few years now. Um, and I try to identify with people. I try to understand, and I joke. And there's things I say that are probably really offensive and angry and violent as a joke. But if you can't distinguish the two, that's none of my business. Um, okay, you can't distinguish the two. Oh, well, you know, hate me. I don't really care. Is that a lack of empathy that I don't care? I don't know. But the point no, being... I, I, huh? I mean, I, I, I think that... that the the awareness that you uh, lack empathy in certain situations um, can probably compensate and keep keep you pretty, uh, sorry about that, keep you pretty, uh, you know, pretty, you know, equilibrium. um, Regulated, you know, self-regulated. Yeah, regulated, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. As opposed to somebody who is who lacks empathy, is completely unaware of it, uh, and derives well, a certain state, state, you know, statism out of it. And the way that it applies, uh, at least as of lately, uh, in things that I've dealt with in my life, um, like I, I've met people that they they aren't they're not honest with themselves, and they expect that what they say to other people to be accepted as truth. And that's pretty tough. And I had that problem with religious people. That people tell me things that I know they're nice people, but when they spout off certain things, I go, you're spouting off things to me that, yes, I understand your intention. I understand that there are a lot of great intentions in religious texts. There's a shitload of them. There's a lot. That's the whole point. The whole point of religious text is to be a better person amongst all of the people you're with. Live better with everyone else, right? That's pretty much the point of religion is to, hey, we're all going to be a happy family, right? As Unless long as you're talking about Muslims who want to fucking kill people who don't agree with them, which I got nothing to say to that because... Well, I th- I think unless, I'm lying, a, unless I'm lying, unless I'm lying, then the Christians follow the same ideology. Well, they have for I a mean, millennia. Yeah, they they killed people in the name of God. They're Christian God. It's hundreds I mean, it's and thousands of, if not millions and millions of people, and and we're supposed to believe God is unchanging. So those people just, went to heaven. It's such an, an exorbitant amount of our media focuses on, you know the same uh, sort of uh, level of zealot um, that are handling snakes in the Ozark, you know, but, you know, that's not the Christian that's, that's, that's presented in in our media, you know. Um, and you are talking about a similar type of fundamentalism, like, you know, uh, you know, the martyr and, and handling snakes and, and you know, suicide bombing. I mean, that's, you know, that, that again, risk 
making like putting the faith in God and getting bit by a snake. Well, I, I think the I think the root of all of this is belief. I think the root of all of this is the word belief and how people don't understand it. I mean the word belief just means it's as simple as someone said something to you and you thought, eh, that's probably right and you just accepted it. Now, well, I, if you say I that to a religious about, person, they go, well, that's offensive. Or, no, I, I believe it because I read extensively. You read extensively what other human beings wrote down with ink onto a piece of paper. It's no different than if I told you verbatim. This is what God told me. He told me to burn houses down, and he was a dog when he told me. And I burnt houses down and killed people. And he said, you need to keep killing people. Well, okay, son of Sam. See where, we see where I'm going with this? I mean, like, right. where is it not insane? Where is it not insane to say that you were the one that talked to God, not me? How do you prove it? Well, if God actually wanted us to know that it was absolutely 100% true, it would be overnight inherent in our brain because if he's omniscient and all-powerful, right, he could just put it in there and be like, all right, I program all humans to know that this is the right thing. Yeah, well, but, here's a groovy, groovy trick, right? How can how can religion, God, angels, demons, the devil, hell, heaven, all that be real and flying saucers be an absolute, uh, uh, you know, the delusion of, of, of the uh, of the insane, like that. Oh, dude, pretty, because that goes against religion. That's trip. why. Yeah, I know. That's a. It goes against the, the the thought that we are alone in the universe because we're special. And if you tell a religious person that we're not special, we're not unique, we're not chosen, they take offense to it. So, and and a you similar say that, thing with with ghosts. Oh, really? What do you mean? Uh, elaborate. Uh, Why well, religious people believe, well, I mean, I shouldn't speak for all of them, and we are making some broad sweeping generalizations here, full, full disclaimer. But, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes, we are. By the way, people, <laughs> it, again, the disclaimer is my beliefs are no more important than anyone else's, and bullshit is rampant, so... There's your disclaimer. Beliefs are just beliefs and none of it's fact. So, continue. You know, um, and, uh, shit, son of a bitch, I got, I got distracted again. But, um, ghosts, you're talking sorry, about ghosts. You're talking about ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm multitasking a little, meaning I opened the door sorry. and was listening. But, um, as far, as far as I understand it, like sort of the paranormal, um, besides the Holy Ghost, uh, um, aren't, aren't aren't really a part of uh, the the Christian narrative, um, and uh, yet again, like um, spirits and angels and Jesus on toast and you know the blood Jesus out of the eyes and blood out of the eyes of the statue of of Mother Mary are all you know, totally plausible thing that millions of people like flock to when they happen. It's nuts. Um, you know, but but the the fact that, that there could be uh energy that persists after death, um, 
it's an absolute, uh, you know, poppycock like crazy. I will say that um, I am a believer in supernatural things because I've experienced them firsthand. I've recorded them with a video camera with infrared. And um, I, I don't know how else to say that of everyone I've ever known that says, uh, ghosts aren't real. I go, have you ever had anything weird happen to you that is ghost-like? They go, no. I go, well, I have. And completely unexplained, I've inspected it, I don't know how many times, up and down. And there's no answer. So if there's no answer, what am I supposed to believe? Now, granted, my beliefs are bullshit. Everyone's beliefs are. But the point is, if I had video evidence of something abnormal and obviously human that wasn't there. Well, if it's obviously all... human on camera and it wasn't there, what do you want me to do with this information? You want me to just say, hey, it's fucking swamp gas from Venus mixing with light from fuck off. From fuck off? Is that it? It's from fuck off. Maybe that's what... The laws of of physics and science are are, are much more in your corner laws. than they are of a of a you know of a cloud. The laws of phys- uh, here's the funny part about it. what you just said is that the laws of physics don't even work. Our well, standard I mean, model is broken. The law. Well, it is getting broken. I mean, that's that's kind of what CERN's doing is help trying to rewrite it, right? But I mean, there is the conservation of energy and the the amount of energy in the universe is constant. We are you know, um, we are energy. I mean, not in like the new age way. We actually carry a a current um, and, and a frequency, and um, right. so that energy doesn't dissipate. I think, you know, the question is of the whole soul consciousness, um, data, brain, heart connection. You know, and what what is, happens to all that is uh, is Eastside in here. I'm here. I am just writing oh, a scathing article right now. You're writing? You're that... reading a, a what now? No. I'm writing a scathing article, and I'm pretty sure a lot, oh, of, a lot of people shit. are going to get pissed off at me. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it, nice. is it, is it Blue Vino or racist assholes that hate religion? Just tell me that's not what it is. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Because I, I, will, I will tell you this. I, I am... I don't consider myself religious. I I believe in God, but I the the whole you know going to heaven stuff. I don't believe that crap. I, I know I know better than than that. You know I I know that when you die, you're 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 in the ground. You don't know nothing. It's it's you know there's no. There's if, no if I was going to say back. what what I believe, uh, I'm I'm a person that um, I don't I don't believe in any religion. Um, in in my Emotions and feelings, I feel like there's something. I can't say that it's God. I can't say that it's a, maybe it's a, uh, an all-powerful like web of something that connects everything in the universe together. Maybe it's not God. Maybe it's not an entity. Maybe it's a, the web of information and energy. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I believe there's something there. And... I don't think that anyone will figure it out until they're dead, but um, I certainly don't think that there's a human being on the planet that could figure it out because our brains are very limited, very limited. 
when it comes to information like that. I mean, we just barely in the past, what, 10, 15 years, discovered that the act of observing shit at a quantum level changes the outcome? We just well, learned that. The split experiment was like in 55, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it certainly was, the mathematics didn't prove it until quite recently. Right. Well, and, and then on top of all that, we have a belief in the laws of physics, and the laws of physics as we know them don't actually work. Some of them do on a certain scale. When you change the scale, they don't work anymore, meaning the standard model doesn't actually work, and we don't know why shit works the way it works. So that means what? to me that it's audacious to say, I know God, when we don't even understand why the fuck gravity even is. I know God, and God said this, and he's the all-powerful... Okay, did you ask God why gravity works the way it does? No. Well, why does it fucking work that way? No, I don't know. Okay, well, we've got our best scientists on it, and they can't figure it out either. And in fact, they can't figure out why the fuck this whole entire universe is structured the way it is, and not some other way. So, does that mean that God well, doesn't I mean, I, I No. Think, I and think and if anything, it means that there's probably a God just because why are the laws of physics the way that they are and not some other laws? Somebody had to set this shit in motion and solidify it. doesn't make sense because we, our brains are so small and the I universe mean, science, is so big. Science and academia are, you know, like any institution are susceptible to dogma as, um, you know, as religion. And, you know, once something is, is written down in the, in the, in the old scientific ledger as fact, it's very hard to, to get that changed. Um, you know, changes and I, everything. And I think, yeah, and I think that, that, I mean, part of the, I mean, I think part of, of a component to a successful system, um, I don't think a successful institution is really possible, but to a successful system is its ability to be dynamic and fluid and adaptive. Um, you know, You're this, so fucking right, dude. You're so fucking is, right. I mean, the reason where I work... Institutions, they, 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 they lose that ability because they get anchored down in, you know, ego and one guy having a belief and people being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, and then the whole human thing falls into it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, where I work, oh, man, uh, it's, I'm it's in a constant state right of flux. Now. Huh? I said I'm. Uh, yep, I've already got. Uh, I've already got two people that are scathing me. Did you like, finish the article that you were writing? Yeah, did I just did. It? The second that I posted, I've already got two people already pissed at me. So, what, what is this article, and what's the the topic? Uh, gay marriage. Gay marriage. Okay. Oh, you took you took a you took a uh, uh, I shouldn't say a devil's advocate approach that would mean be a, uh, an assumption that I that I knew your your morals but you took a provocative approach. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I I I listed the, that it was a moral issue and the and that the potential for violation of amendments one 
uh, and 14 in the obvious, you know, violation of Amendment 10 in states where gay marriage is, is already banned. And and the first thing that, people uh, already say, ha, separation of church and state. Gosh, you obviously didn't read. Well, isn't the it, church, it, it, say, it, you know what you do is reply and say the church was fine with slavery for the longest time. <laughs> well, I think, I think an interesting and thing leave it at that. Just that, say that, and leave it alone. Just let it go, and see what they. They'll, they'll probably not say a goddamn thing back to you, to be honest. Uh, no, my my response is going to be better if you're going to say separation of church and state. So, so, so state cannot uh, cannot uh, delegate cannot um, cannot approve of gay marriage because it's against church. But they're not a part of the church. Gays are not fucking a part of the church, okay? That's the weird part that I don't fucking get where they get all pissed off and they're like, my religion says it's wrong. They're not trying to force your pastor into shoving him into heaven. They just want to get married to get the fucking tax breaks or whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I don't. To be honest, I'm not gay. I don't understand the appeal. I don't get it. Why would you want fucking the government involved in your love life at all is beyond me. I mean, I'm married to my wife, but that's honestly, we got married because she wanted to get married. To her, it was a big commitment thing and then blah, 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 blah. So it was like, all right, we'll do it. I'll prove to you that I want to be with you forever. I, but, well, I think just like straight people, there are, you know, like I, I think what you just said is totally reasonable. Um, and, uh, you know, um, definitely, uh, sort of a refreshing, liberating, uh, outlook on, on the whole thing. One that I'm not far from, but I mean, just like straight people, there are gay people who need that, whatever reason, whether it be insurance or like, it's, you know, a sense of normalcy or, um, or, or acceptance or just, chip on the shoulder, whatever it is, um, uh, they, they need that, that ability to, um, uh, you know, be, be not set, a, set aside or, or be considered different or be, um, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? Uh, oh, son of a gun. I'm going to have Alzheimer's by the time I'm like 50. <laughs> um, you know what they, you know what they don't need? To be prohibited. These people, the, the, the gays, they don't. What they don't need is the approval of some church that they have nothing to do with. No, but there are Christian gays. Yeah, there are. Yeah, and, and I don't understand that uh, at all. But I mean, more power to them that they fucking think that a religion is. You know, it's what I just said. It's what I just said about morality changing and God changing. And if you if you believe that shit that God has never changed, and then you think, well, I need to be able to get married. Don't you think? I don't. Don't they see it? Don't they see? Isn't it obvious? It's obvious to me, like that you're saying that God changes His morality. You're saying an omniscient being changes their morality because now you understand morality better. You're a human. Your brain is flawed. You have limited access to the universe with your brain. Okay? So 
you're saying that you understand morality now, and I get it. I do, and I agree that gays getting married and whatever the fuck they want to do is their own business, and they're morally absolutely right. But to say, like, well, it should be under this religion, you're you're being stupid. You're being stupid to say shit like that because to say shit like that is to admit that God was wrong like 150 years ago. And it makes no fucking sense. God's omniscient and he's all-knowing. How did he not know 150 years ago or 1,000 years ago that that was okay? Was he an asshole then and then he changed? No, God, it says the Bible that God never changed. Isn't that what the New Testament really was? Like, I mean, it was like, well, look, I mean, as society and culture... I'm pretty sure the New Testament is what said that God never changed. Well, well, no, what it did as... I mean, it 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 provided the the uh, the the perverted no pun intended it, uh, the sacrificial lamb for um, for everybody to do everything wrong as long as they accepted uh, Jesus Christ as their savior. So, therefore, they wouldn't be smote um, because Jesus is taking. Do, do you see where this is going? Do you see where it's going? But if you say well, these I mean, words out loud, it just sounds like an excuse, doesn't it? It is. It's all an excuse. I mean, that's what that's what religion is to me. I don't think that, that people who go to church all the time are the ones who are feeling all groovy and fucking free of guilt. I think they're the most guilty ones. There is a direct connection between, you know, sort of OCD, superstition, and and being and 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 being, you know. Highly religious and pious and, and ritualistic. Um, would I go as, as far as to say it's mental disease um, for a lot for zealots and for for uh, fundamentalists? Yes, it absolutely is. You know, if you can stand there and say that you're looking forward to the rapture in front of your five kids, or you can strap a fucking bomb onto your chest and walk into a, a, a you know a public place. Or, or worse, you can strap a bomb Ill. onto your own kid. That's you know, that's you're Islam. Ill. Like, I Islam know, you is, know, is strapping your, a bomb onto your own kid because you think it, it's in favor of your God. That's the thing I don't understand, man. I've got kids, and the fact that that happens blows my mind. That that people think, oh well, we, it, this is more important because we'll get into heaven. Or their version of heaven, rather. Well, again, you and, have to look at, at that at that population sample that is in a position. But no, but that they we're supposed stra- to respect you know, that religion. Not, it's not like the. It's not, and I'm not saying that that fundamentalism isn't isn't a, you know a serious that issue. That word, okay. In, Let, in let's go on to that word. Let's let's talk about that word fundamentalism because it gets thrown around a lot. Okay, I like zealot and, better. Yeah, that's probably a better word, and that doesn't get thrown around enough. You know, it, why? I mean, because fundamentalist well, sounds like, hey, he's into the core values. Zealot sounds like, oh, that fucker is just so fucking full of himself and his own religion. See what I mean? Like, those, those yeah. words change the mentality. 
and that's what a lot of Muslims or Islam, I don't fucking know the way to refer to them, but uh, that's that's why it, there's a bad name for them. It's because there's ones that take all that shit verbatim. And I'm sorry, man, but when you fucking have a religion where your prophet is a dude that married a six-year-old and fucked her at nine, I am sorry. This is where I go back to. So God is omniscient and never changes his morals. And you tell me, well, back then it was a different time. So God was not okay that nowadays fucking a nine-year-old is wrong. But he was cool with it then, but he never changes, right? What the well, fuck? Well, I, th- I, think, I think Aisha, uh, Muhammad's second wife, was 15. And, time, I mean, times change, and, and he had been married for, I don't know, almost 30 years for a long time to an older woman. And because of his position um, that he had he had risen to um, while married to this older woman who was also his, you know, advisor, um, spiritual and otherwise um, a successful businesswoman, um, uh, you know, and he, after she died, he was urged to take on a younger a younger wife so he could he could have offspring. But um, fifteen, I think, is how old she was. But I mean, and, and don't forget, I mean, God. But hey, like, hey, dude. I don't think hey, God God's really morality. Would. God's morality never changes. Remember, so right. like, there's no excuse for saying that now it's unacceptable because society views that as wrong because well, no, we I understand mean, morality more. But but back then, you know, that's a, the, people make the excuse. They go, well, back then that's just the way it was. That's just the way it was. Okay, well, I understand that that's how society was. The argument you're making is that God's morality never changes. So you're saying fucking a nine-year-old is cool with God. Do you not see it? You know what I'm saying here? You you, you yeah, get where I'm going with this. Yeah, I do. I do. I just think that the um, that you, that the the, the the segment of of any person who goes to church or to mosque or to you know synagogue. Who, who would make the argument that uh, that that's like old, you know, archaic thinking, um, and that like, I, you know, I just think that, that that sort of line of thought kind of characterizes a certain mentality that leans towards you know being zealot or or nuts. I mean, because I mean, you know, rational Christians, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know. I know rational Christians that when this type of stuff comes up, rationality leaves them, and it's sad to me. It's really sad. It makes it makes me fucking sad that like they talk about things in their daily lives and they make perfect sense and they understand truth and they care about the truth, yet they don't fucking give a flying fuck when their beliefs are bullshit. 
Well, they don't I mean, even look at it. Christian beliefs are bullshit. What? <laughs> any beliefs, all beliefs. If it's just something you believe, it's bullshit. If you just believe something, it's bullshit. You if you believe in Barack Obama's a bad guy, it's bullshit. If you can prove it, it's called knowledge. So, it's like I'm looking at a pillow right now, and it's white. That's knowledge, mm-hmm. because I'm looking at it, and I've proved it to myself. That's knowledge. Belief would be, I think you've got a pillow in your house, dude, and I'll bet you it's white. I believe it's white. Now, oh, you know you what? You're correct. Thing, stop. No, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. I'm trying to prove something here. I just believe it. You could go, no, dude, you're fucking fucked up. It's red. Oh, but I believed it. Guess how much that fucking mattered. It mattered nothing at all. Right? You see where I'm going with this. Belief do not fucking matter. They don't. They don't. And humans, they think, well, my faith, my fucking faith. I need my fucking faith. It's my fucking faith for fuck, fuck's sake. They don't say that. They don't. They don't have as many fuck words when they say that. But maybe I say that just maybe they do because they're so fucking set on it that they're like, "Fuck my fucking thing." I'm being such an I mean, asshole, aren't I? Well, I mean, I think I'm being a bigger a bigger asshole on uh, on on Facebook because when I when I asked for evidence because this person was was talking about you know um, you can get all this stuff done in courthouses and paperwork and all this stuff uh, change with the times or you get left behind, so I asked for proof of of where more people are getting married in courthouses as opposed to by a person of religion. So instead of them providing me with proof, they just pretty much regurgitated about, hey, paperwork is filed at a courthouse with, or with a judge to get a marriage license. Okay, that's that's not what cool. I asked. Say, hold up, I didn't catch that. What did you say? The uh, the person was, was talking about how marriages are done now at courthouses and uh, not, right. not the church. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And, uh, and, and he went on to say and... change. Go ahead. He was saying, you know, change with the times or you get left behind. You know? But he was specifically stating that more marriages are done at the courthouse as opposed to through churches. And I just asked for proof. I asked for proof. Show me the proof where more people are getting married through the courthouse as opposed to by somebody of religion. And instead of him giving me proof, he just went back and said, paperwork's filed at the courthouse. That's okay. You're not telling me anything that right. I don't already know. Obviously, when you get married by anybody, whether it's at the courthouse or whether it's by a priest, rabbi, whatever, they have to give that legal document to the courthouse to file it so that it will be, quote-unquote, official you know, for your tax right. exemption right. statuses and all that crap. But but that's something I already Before, know. Hey, I wasn't one of got. Hang on, we got sixty seconds before we go into overtime. I don't, I don't know that it matters because I don't, I don't think anybody else is listening. But I figured we just announced that um, we're gonna, we're gonna cruise right on into overtime. 
Uh, Anti-Crisis, how long is overtime on your show? Um, I don't know. I think half an hour, right, for... for uh, well, it's 15 for minutes for free, for a free show, and the free show is uh, 30 it, minutes. It might be a, so it might be a it's half of the minutes. show. Yeah, so 45 minutes for a 90-hour show. All right, cool. That's that's pretty good. So continue. Oh gosh, this this guy obviously can't read. He's he's saying he doesn't need any proof. It's common knowledge. I'm asking for proof of where God, this this guy is. A where did, where did you post your article, dude? I was just going on, to on Facebook. I, I I posted on Facebook. I don't have this Facebook guy's... because I don't want my junk sent to the government. <laughs> I want the government to know that I do not like them. They can uh, they can suck a big one. <laughs> so you're saying you annually send your junk to them? <laughs> like, hey, yes, I want them to know penis. about my junk. <laughs> here's my penis. Right. Um, do you enjoy my penis? Uh, you could put you could dress it up, put little hats on it. And, uh, is this good government? Is this okay? I mean, you wanted to know what I'm up to. I'm up to putting hats on my penis. So, here you go. <laughs> For fuck's sake. No kidding, hat? No. No kidding, <laughs> If we ever get around to it, um, I do have some conclusions with this whole gay marriage thing um, and the article regarding what the... Uh, other uh, justices had to say. Should I go right into it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, please do. Yeah, definitely do. Okay, all right, hang on. Let me get back to the computer. Um, we were on, I can't remember his name, Justice, uh, what was his fucking name? Hang on. Justice John Roberts. Okay, he said, um, Understand well that this dissent, his own dissent, that is, is about, uh, or what it's about. It's it's not about whether my judgment, the institution of marriage, should be changed to include same-sex couples. It is instead about whether in our democratic republic that the decision should be, rest with the people acting through their elected representatives or with five lawyers who happen to hold commissions authorizing them to resolve legal disputes according to the law. While he recognized the decision would be hailed as a major victory for same-sex couples and their allies, he noted that they had been set back. Supporters, this is a quote, supporters of the same-sex marriage um, have achieved considerable success persuading their fellow citizens through the democratic process to adopt their view that ends today. Stealing this issue from the people will, for many, cast a cloud over same-sex marriage, making a dramatic social change that much more, that's much more difficult to accept. Um, Roberts disparaged the majority of uh, decision to by saying uh, that it was nothing more than a flimsy argument. Quote, stripped of its shiny rhetorical gloss, the majority argument is that the due process clause 
gives same-sex couples a fundamental right to marry because it will be good for them and for society. If I were a legislator, I would certainly consider that view as a matter of uh, social policy. But as a judge, I find the majority uh, position is indefensible as a matter of constitutional law. Uh, Robert's other dispute is that many of the arguments made in support of gay marriage could be used to also support plural marriage. This is where his argument fucking breaks down. Because I'm sorry. Um, Marriage is clearly between two people. It's been that way for centuries. Now he's saying... Well, people could marry multiple people now. No, no, they can't. You can very clearly that marriage is between two humans. And you're done, right? You're done. You're fucking done. You don't need to go, it's between two humans, not 12 humans. (laughs) So that whole shit, it's just a scapegoat. Let's move on to Anton Scalia. Because Scalia, a conservative judge, or at least I think he's viewed that way. I don't know that he is conservative in action. But um, here's what he had to say. According to uh, Anton Scalia, today's majority ruling represents a judicial pooch. Um, I guess it's a German, not, or maybe even a Nazi term. I don't, I don't know what a pooch is. Um, Scalia wrote that while he has no personal opinions on whether the law should be, oh, uh, the law should allow same-sex marriage, uh, he feels strongly that it is not the place Supreme Court to decide. Quote, until the court puts a stop to it, public debate over same-sex marriage displayed American democracy at its best. But the court ends this debate in an opinion lacking even a thin veneer of law. He stated that he wanted to write a separate dissent to call attention to this court's threat to American democracy, which, by the way, to remind you, democracy is majority forcing a minority of people into things that they don't want to do. So when you want a morality view of what democracy is, it is literally 51 or better percent um, torturing the lesser percent. The 49 or under percent. Correct. You're you're forced. You don't have a choice. You live this way because ha, 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 we won. That is what democracy is. Don't paint it as, hey, it's a democratic. We're good with whatever happens. If you're good with it, that's great. Good for you. Good for you. If you lost the vote, then you're fine with what happens. Good for you. But what if you're not? Then it means you're forced. That means it's like Nazi Germany. But uh, it's an extreme, I know. Anyways, according to uh, Scalia, the five justices in the majority are using the 14th Amendment in a way that was never intended by its writers. When the 14th Amendment was ratified in 1868, every state limited uh, marriage to one man and one woman. 
and no one doubted the constitutionality of doing so, he wrote. The majority have discovered in the 14th Amendment a fundamental right overlooked by every person alive at the time of ratification and almost everyone else in the time since. Uh, it sounds like Scalia is almost making an argument as to why it's okay to do this. But anyways, he called out the majority for acting like activists, not judges. He was similarly critical in Thursday's ruling on health care. Uh, states are free to adopt whatever laws they like, he said, even those that offend the esteemed justices. Uh, Scalia's scorn went beyond uh, picking apart the majority's legal justice, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Um, he wrote that if he ever were to join an opinion that began with the sentence, would hide my head in a bag, saying such language was more like the mystical aphorisms of the fortune cookie. I have no idea what that is supposed to mean. But anyways, he said verbatim, really, whoever thought the intimacy and spirituality, whatever that means, were freedoms. If intimacy is, um, one would think freedom of intimacy is a bridge rather than expanded by marriage. Ask the nearest hippie. Oh, did he really say and that? Ask the nearest hippie. He really said that. I shit you not. He really said oh, that. And uh, <laughs> think about this. I mean, he's saying that intimacy abridges. Um, your freedom, if you're limiting yourself to one partner. But but see, this is the fucked up part. It's, it's your choice. It's your fucking choice. It's your choice. Yeah, you but okay, okay. You're, 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 you were saying limiting yourself to one partner. You don't have to be married to limit yourself to one partner. I mean, I'm in a relationship. I'm not That's married, true. but I've limited myself to one partner. <laughs> <laughs> and even she yeah, believes exactly. she That's does right. not believe in yeah. marriage at all. <laughs> no, and the truth of the matter is, is um, you could cheat on her anytime you want. But if you don't want to, then that's your choice. What the fuck? Right? Even if you're married, so you can do that too. <laughs> it all makes perfect sense. That it's all down to choice. Let's move on to Clarence Thomas, okay? Um, oh Lord. He basically said, "Hang on." Uh, here's Clarence Thomas. He said, uh, Monsanto told me to do it. Okay. Moving on to the next justice. Justice Samuel Alito. Hold on. Hold on. Who told him well, to do it? Uh, Monsanto told him to do it. Um, moving on to Samuel uh, Alito. I'm sorry. Did you not know that he was a fucking Monsanto pawn? Yeah. We have a Monsanto pawn who is a Supreme Court justice. That's right. So anything he does is tainted. Every fucking thing that he does is tainted. Yeah, he's totally. Yeah, he's, totally. he's fucked. He is the most fucked member of that the whole entire fucking... Yeah, don't trust him as far as you could throw him, and you could probably throw him about three feet. So, fuck him. Well, this I person. Just, the whole time that I was pre- uh, preparing for all of this, when I saw that he was one of them, I didn't read it. I just went, oh, Justice Clarence Thomas. Monsanto told him to do it. Moving on. Yeah. 
because, sorry, he is owned. He's not even a human. He's a slave. No, he's black. <laughs> oh, God, that's what I was about ready to say. <laughs> he's black and he's a slave to Monsanto. And the irony could not be further. Oh, my God, the irony. He's a black man that's a slave to Monsanto. He does whatever they tell him to do. They got they got video of him. They must. In what? Naughty video of him doing naughty things. You know, I mean, he's been accused by many past employees of uh, uh, sexual misconduct. How am I not surprised? I mean, if you're in government, then you're most likely going to participate in some kind of lewd act because that's how they get you. They get you by going, oh, isn't that great being a part of government? You can fuck this uh, drugged-out girl. Just go upstairs and fuck the drugged-out girl. If you go, then they're like, you didn't know this, but we recorded the whole thing. It looks like you did it of your own volition, and now you're ours. So, yeah, that's how that shit fucking goes. Anyway, yeah. let's move yeah. on to, um, who was the next guy? Um, Samuel Alito. In his dissent, Alito argues that gay marriage is not protected in the Constitution under due process because liberty only applies to those principles that are rooted in the U.S. tradition. Fuck you. The word liberty means freedom from government restriction and control. So fuck off with your fucking view. Now, now on that, now what you just said, exactly. The government cannot restrict you from from being able to to get married as 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 a homosexual couple, but it cannot force any entity to allow gay marriage. Which is why I did I've never understood they the gay marriage it. argument. I've never understood the gay marriage argument because uh step one, they they're not a religious thing. So step two, is this just about taxes? And if it is, why exactly. the fuck do you want to get involved? Well, I mean, there's a lot of tax breaks for... I mean, I, I get. Is it breaks, though? Is it breaks? Is I mean, it a break? I think another answer would be the whole adoption thing. Child and the other, for, you know, forms of having children. I mean, you you, you know, I mean, in, in any pretty social thing, I'm, I'm pretty much a... a Everybody should have their rights. Um, and and yeah. another another angle is, is it, will, I mean, okay, let's take the insurance argument with with the new health care system, uh, you know, Obamacare, will would it become a national uh, because of the mandate to have insurance? Well, I mean, that's, just kind of speculation. I don't know if it's worth, uh, um, you know, uh, 
getting into, but I I do wonder about the, the sort of the nationalization or the semi-nationalization or the mandating of having insurance and and uh, what would have happened, you know, in in this argument. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because because you got to have insurance now, right? So I mean, the argument for that would be made. Uh, Insurance these um, days, dude. Insurance is fucking extortion. Dude, it's not. It really is. I don't even know what to do about it. Like, you know, fucking, fucking. My wife's the principal of a small school, and watching her fucking like figure out the, you know, the best plan for all the teachers and stuff. It's fucking. It's sorcery, man. Like, it's. I you know I really wonder if um like my wife's gonna move my kid to a different school I wondered like what if I fucking brought up completely white panels and painted them with the Punisher symbol on them what the fuck would they do they would be concerned <laughs> right which is you know, what are you right. doing and why are you lifting my TV yeah. <laughs> Why why are you showing up out of nowhere with Punisher symbols and we're supposed to be okay with this? Uh, no, you're supposed to go home. I'm going to yeah. teach them the reality of the world. The reality okay. is they're all pretty much fucked until they understand that it's all in their hands. And this shit is bullshit. Would, 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 uh, would your kid go to a, like a different type of school or just a different location? What? Well, you know how there's like charter schools, magnet schools, private schools. Would it be a different type of school or um, just a different location of a different public school? It would probably be a different type of school, um, but I would be launching from Wayne Manor. Gotcha. It's crazy how important it is in in a, in a young child's life. School fucking is not too important, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Sorry, I just entered into the main part of the house. I had to be quiet as I fetched my beverage. Are you still getting blowback from from the article there, pissing people off? Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this. It's one guy now, and his his spelling is so atrocious that he spelled uh, he spelled uh, choice C H I I S E. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, choice. Yes. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be religion's choice. To shove to shove religion down to to boss people around, huh? It's not though. Marriage is now a state institution, not a religious one. Right. Therefore, and it's only state because uh, it only seems to be state because you know they give you know tax breaks. But this this goes into a good point here is that now if if you're going to have gay marriage as, as legal, can can gay say that? They're offended that their tax dollars are going to to uh, to straight 
marriage people's, you know, to pay, you know, help them on tax breaks for them, and can straight people that are married, you know, complain about gay people that are getting tax breaks that are married. Like individually, I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, because I mean, if if now here's here's the thing is they should seeing that now gay marriages is is legal, they need to cut off the tax breaks for 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 married couples. Period, because that way. The, the straight religious people can't complain about the gays getting tax breaks, and the gays can't complain about the straight religious people getting tax breaks. You know, there can't be no no complaints because you know there there's people that that complain about the gov- the way the government spends their money. Hold I mean, up. you know what would be awesome? What is if the both of them would realize that they have common ground? in the fact that taxation is theft and they should both fight it and destroy the government. That'd be a be- Dude, think about it. How beautiful would that be? That gays and that straights would be nice. were like, hey man, I hate this shit. And the straights would be like, I know. It's bullshit. It's been bullshit for like decades, if not centuries. And be like, right. You want to burn it down and, like, fucking end it all? And the straights would be like, yeah, dude, fuck it. Let's just burn this shit to the ground. And then they, well, like, well, you... held hands and skipped while it fucking burned <laughs> and the smoke was going everywhere and they're skipping around, holding Well, if hands. you think about that, yeah. I mean, if you think about that, that's a great idea because you know the gays are flamers, you know, and what do you need to start a fire? Some flame. Flame. <laughs> It's a flawless plan. It's a flawless plan, right there. Exactly. But you know, to go to go with another joke, you do know what they call the uh, the bouncer at the at the gay bar, right? No. Flamethrower. Well, that's pretty clever. That's, <laughs> that's excellent. Flamethrower. There were. I mean, I. I I'm like, oh, I, I have a little bit of a twisted sense of humor, but there was an, uh, 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 I mean, depending upon your, your uh, sense of humor, I think somebody t- tweeted in response to U.S. gay marriage, ISIS throws four gays off roof. Boy, that's cricket. Mm. <laughs> mm. Tickets from even both. I think the problem is that I'm getting extremely tired. Um, I hear you, brother. Friday night. Friday night. Um, it's getting late. And, it is. Uh, well, let's well let's wrap it up. Hey, can you post that article on Twitter? Do you not mix those streams? Which are the what the justices said? No, pissing people off daily. Yeah, I, it's on my personal page, and I tend yeah, not to want it. people on Twitter not to know my personal page. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, I've I've already made enemies on there, <laughs> particularly I, I particularly yep. uh, Hillary. I, I've I've gotten a lot of uh, retweets and uh, and likes for my little um, thing where she was talking about uh, H stands for history, and I said back H stands for hypocrite, and. Uh, Posted her little lapel pin that she has with uh, with the H and the tooth for Hillary 2016, and it has the uh, Confederate flag on it. 
I think uh, I, yeah, yeah, I saw that on your timeline. I have to uh I have to uh see if I can get somebody to, you know, have the 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 gay color one where she cuz she has history with the H and it's all in in the gay, you know, flag color and I and I want to do one that says H with with her little H and then have hypocrite. <laughs> cuz she yeah. I, she's kind of yeah. like John Kerry. She's kind of like John Kerry. She's flip-flop. She she was oh. she was for it, then she's she's against it. She was for traditional marriage now she's against it she was for the confederate flag now she's against it she was she, she, she was terrifies f- me man <laughs> like nobody else literally alright well yeah that was a great conversation the archive will be cool and uh, Bo I'm glad you uh, extend your to your show get some rest pissing people off yeah. really keep pissing people keep, keep pissing people off Oh, I will. I will. Right on, brother, man. Have a great night, guys. All right. Great Adios. Night, Peace. Good night. Bye.